So a lot of times if we feel that we're a failure, we're actually go out to prove that it's right. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's such a true statement. When you believe you're not worthy, we seek, we tend to seek out things to prove that we're not worthy. Happy Self Love Sunday. I am Mo Sass, your host of Self Love Sundays with Sass. I am your certified vision and empowerment coach who comes every single Sunday so we can talk about all the ways in which we can better our best. And let's start it off because I said 2024 was a year of the bold. And I don't know about you, if you have products, I'm kind of bad at marketing myself. And we're going to change that this year. So have you got your copy yet? Have you got your copy of my book, Find Your Way, Seven Ways to Love and Heal Yourself, as well as my two new books for 2024, which is my accountability tracking workbook. This is great for anyone who has goals and you need to track them. You have to track them. I'm telling you now, you have to track your goals in order to become successful because it helps you not only know where you've been when you go back and look, but where, like what pivot or what things need to change when you are going after your goals, right? So it's a way to self-assess this. You can use whether you're working with a coach or not. And also my guided journal to loving heal yourself. This you can use in conjunction with my book, find your way seven ways, because there are questions in here that you can actually journal on, or you can just use it as a standalone journal. All of my books are found on my website, www.mosas.com. And you'll see all of that in the bottom of the video if you're watching it on youtube and you also have links if you are catching it from my podcast so this is the month of love and we've been talking about self-love because it is the best love and self-acceptance but today we're going to talk about something that shapes it all okay this is a feeling of certainty by what something means it's a feeling supported by life experience that hold it up. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about your beliefs because you are what you think. Your beliefs, because I gave you the definitions, <laughs> up for our feeling of certainty by what something means. It's a feeling supported by life experience that hold up the belief. So what am I talking about? For example, if you believe, okay, that you are sexy, right? And it's supported by life, by events in your life. Like for example, if you go to the gym, you work out and everybody's like, oh girl, you look good. They're constantly reaffirming you and, or you have a partner or a lover that tells you that you're a terrific lover, you know? So you, it, that experience, right? Supports your belief that you're sexy. Okay. And so beliefs, listen, beliefs are so important guys. I really want you to hear this because beliefs are what separate somebody like a Nelson Mandela from a Charles Manson. Like, just think about that. It's the belief that separates people. Okay. So your beliefs essentially can create or destroy. And most times it's creating and destroying something with you, not just other people. Okay. So if you look, like, for example, if you see yourself as a failure, then guess what? That's going to create whatever dynamics is happening in your life. You're going to then here's a, this is the crazy thing about the feelings that support the experience, right? So a lot of times if we feel that we're a failure, we're actually go out to prove that it's right. 
And I know that sounds crazy, but it's such a true statement. When you believe you're not worthy, we seek, we tend to seek out things to prove that we're not worthy. All right. So I want to talk about this. And, and again, people are like, oh, that's not true. But listen, I told you before, and I'll say it time and time again. If you're not real, you can't heal. We all have negative beliefs. And the reason why I can say that is because right now, if you're watching this video, I just want you to stop and think, are you where you desire to be in life? If the answer is no, there is some belief there. There's something that's limiting you to as to why you haven't gotten to where you got where you want to be. So let's talk about the negative impacts there. Are, I'm going to give you five negative impacts that your belief shapes. Number one, self-sabotage. Negative belief about your worth can lead to you self-sabotaging, will lead to self-sabotaging behaviors, right? So individuals, you'll start to undermine your own success. And, and, it's, and I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to prove to you because number two is the way that you, one of the ways that you, un, you can undermine your own success due to lack of confidence, confidence in your capabilities, right? So what is number two? Avoidance and procrastination. Number one, as to why people are not where they desire to be in life is either they just avoid situations altogether, put on their blinders, pretend that it's not there and or procrastination. Right. So if you believe that you're not capable of success, then you're going to do everything in your everything in your ability to delay it or to avoid taking necessary action altogether. And sometimes people like mask that with overwhelm. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I do nothing. And so this is and there's a belief there. Why is it? Why is it overwhelmed? What are you telling yourself? What do you believe that this is a, this is overwhelming to you? And so the, let me tell you the truth about procrastination. Most people procrastinate because they're trying to avoid some type of pain, right? But so for example, people are like, I want to write a book. Oh, but I can't write a book. It's, it's going to take too long. I don't know what to do. And it's, it's, it's all the story and all the pain associated with it. So it starts to feel heavy and feel like a load and it feel like a dread. Uh, I don't, I'm, I, I don't know how to do it. I can't be consistent. I don't know what it takes. It's just a whole, everything you're doing to avoid doing the thing that you want. So you're self-sabotaging. You're self-sabotaging, right? So the third negative impact of your beliefs, impaired relationship. Listen, if you don't feel that you're worthy and you think you're going to be rejected and or abandoned, I promise you that is why you're struggling in your relationships. You're struggling to have deep, meaningful connections because of your beliefs. Whether you believe it about other people, which I don't care what anybody says, nine times out of 10, the things that you believe about other people, you believe about yourself. But you know, I'll humor you today. Let's say it's not that. Let's say that you believe these things about other people. Oh, you know, all men are this or all women are this. That is your limiting belief. You mean to tell me this entire planet is about 4 billion people and all men and all women? Are you serious? It's, it's, it's like the belief is crazy, but what people do to go get evidence of that belief is they turn on social media and they, whether it's TikTok or Instagram, Facebook, wherever you go, um, it's not LinkedIn cause that's more professional, but wherever you go and you, you start to listen to these so-called people 
gurus in the relationship space, none of which have have had any real deep, meaningful connections because they normally are hurt people giving hurt advice. And so you go and you listen to them and you listen to their dating stories and all the horror. Isn't it interesting that that every dating story is horrible? How is that possible? I need you to really like think about that for a second. How is it that you have no friends? How is that possible? It's everybody else. Is it? Or is it a belief? How is it that the, every job, every job, every manager, really, or is it a belief? Because there's something that is crucial in that whole dynamic. There's a common denominator. If every relationship in your life has been horrible, I'm going to need you to look at what you believe. What are your beliefs? Because it is impossible. I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> Cancel culture. I said what I said. It's impossible that every single person on a date nap is horrible. Every single person you come in contact with, every single date, the, the, the dating pool has pee in it. But is it, how do you expect to find anything different when your belief says that it's everybody's horrible? No man wants to commit. No woman is this. There's no high value of this. There's no high value of that. It's all of these beliefs. So that's the very thing that's, that's stopping you from having the relationships, the friendships, the career that you want. All right. So what's the fourth negative impact? Stress and anxiety. Let me tell you something. Even with my own kids, I've never heard so much anxiety, 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 and stress and anxiety. All this because there is self-doubt and pessimistic beliefs about the future. So you wonder why there's mental health challenges. It's a belief. It's a belief that I have to do 10,000 things to have something because I look on social media and this person has a Bentley and red bottoms and Fendi, Gucci, Louis, has a, a home, whatever it is. And so I'm consistently comparing. So that means I'm always in survival mode. So therefore I'm consistently stressed and anxious about something that really isn't for me. How do I know it? Because it was for you, you would have it. And so it's, it's the belief though, is the belief that they are ahead of you, is the belief that they have more. Listen, you don't know what those people have. Unless they're your personal friend, I, I promise, like I'm telling you, like since I've been in this space of personal development and being in the room with people who are seven figure earners in this world, let me tell you something. Um, seven figures, they say, I promise you some of the things that you think is not real. Some of those cars are not theirs. Some of them actually rent spaces and places to go take pictures. Now I'm not saying that they're bad people. I understand what's happening in the world because of people's beliefs, right? They believe that you have to show them all of these things for you to be truth. So you, I have to show a bitly or whatever to prove something to someone because 
we live in a world that you gotta you gotta show me and now and again it's you should there should be some proof of the fruit right but what if the proof of my fruit was in my investment accounts what is the proof of my fruit was in my 401k what if what if it wasn't because i didn't value having a luxury luxury vehicle or if i don't value wearing labels does that mean that i haven't produced fruit it's so interesting that i know some very wealthy people as a matter of fact one guy i know he's he's awesome and uh has a beautiful now let me tell you what he has a mansion but he shops at target and unless you knew the labels of what he was wearing you wouldn't be able to tell what in the world white t-shirt and some jeans has no clue what he's wearing so if you went on that you would miss out on an opportunity to learn from somebody who has built millions so what am i saying to you the stress and anxiety that you're feeling nine times out of ten is a comparison to someone else's life so it's a belief that's what i'm getting to so let's talk about the fifth thing the fifth negative impact limited potential. Listen, you're going to avoid pursuing opportunities altogether or even challenging yourself because of your limiting beliefs. And if you don't challenge yourself and or go after particular opportunities in whatever genre you want to be in, guess what? That's why you're not where you want to be. And it, 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 Chuck, don't tell me it's the government. It's, it's not the government. It's not your mother. It's not your father, unless you are an adolescent and a child. It is not your parents or lack thereof. It is not your, it's not all the bosses and all the people and all the places. It's you and what you believe is what you believe about yourself, what you believe about the world, what you believe about what you're capable of. Listen, it's no different than me. The reason why I'm sitting here having this conversation with you is because I always believed that I was destined for more. I knew I was more than a teenage um, mom on welfare. I knew I was destined for more. So I didn't have any limiting beliefs when it came to me actually being successful in my life. And so the reason why most people don't exceed or excel, it's a limiting belief, y'all. And I know sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow, but again, if you're gonna come here and you're gonna listen to my content, I'm just gonna keep it, I'm keep it real with you. It's the truth. How, can I, how do I know that's true? Because before I was able to change my beliefs, right? It was exactly, this is exactly who I was. I was a self-sabotager. I avoided, I procrastinated. Listen, I didn't have great relationships. I was always stressed out. <laughs> it wasn't anxiety, but for me, I didn't really have as anxious about the future or anything, but oh, always stressed out. And then I didn't go after the opportunities. There were so many things that passed me by because of my limiting beliefs, my lack of trust for people, right? But that was my belief based upon an experience that happened in my life. So I had to change my beliefs. How do you change your beliefs? Let me tell you something. I learned this and I'm gonna tell you right now, I learned it from Tony Robbins. It's not something that I invented. I learned you have to associate the pain, the, it's called the pain pleasure principle right? You have to tell yourself the pain. What is the pain of remaining the same? What will it cost me? These are, this is what you're like, what will it cost me if I don't change? 
if I, if I had stayed in the welfare state of mind, because it is a state of mind, right? To stay there. We are, it's okay that if you need help, I'm, there's no judgment. All right. What I'm saying to you, I had to ask myself, what would it cost me if I stayed with 320, because I was, I was getting at the time, $322 a month in food stamps. What would, what would it cost me if I stayed in that state, in that place? What would it, what would the pain be? And I had to think about the lack that my children would face. My son at the time was only had one, right? Also me, what kind of legacy could I leave if I just stayed in this predicament, in this spot? What, like, like, how would I feel about myself, my morals, my values? There's nothing wrong, I wanna be clear, I'm not shaming where there's nothing wrong with getting help because we are a society that don't like to get help. It's okay to get help. What I'm saying to you is, right? What will it cost you to stay in the same place? If you don't get the help and then expand upon that. It's one thing to ask for help, right? The purpose of getting help is supposed to be a hand up, not a handout, right? Handout, I remain the same. I get the help and I just stay right here. Hey, let me borrow $10 and I get the $10 and I don't do anything with it. Versus a hand up, you give me $10 and I go and make 20 out of it. And then I give you back my 10 and I keep building. All right. It's a difference. So welfare to me was a hand up, not a handout. Right. So I was going to utilize that, utilize whatever benefits came with that to better myself. But I had to ask myself that pivotal question. What is the pain? So I had to associate pain with remaining the same. And then I had to turn around. Right. So the second thing is associate pleasure and empowerment to my new belief. So like what, like how much, how would I become better if I changed this belief, right? Of being, of staying on welfare. Then I thought about how I could leave legacy for my children. I can alter the course in, of their life. I can move them to a better neighborhood because I wasn't living in a great pace, place at the time. Right. I can I can afford them better opportunities. I can afford myself better opportunities. I can move from survival to thriving in this world because I deserve to thrive. And everybody who's listening is you deserve to thrive. You deserve to thrive. Listen, if we are in, if you are my age, if you are in your 40s, it is time for us to get out of survival mode. Somebody got to tell you the truth. All this stress and anxiety that we're building up, we're building a nation of stressful and anxious children because we have not moved past that. We want the world to be our children's role models, but I'm here to tell you that you are. So again, how to change a belief. We're talking about the pain pleasure principle, the pain of remaining the same versus the pleasure and empowerment to a new belief. So how do you really, how do you do that? Right? So how do you do that? You have to start to create doubt, right? So when you plant the, how do you plant the seed of doubt? You have to start to ask yourself those very questions, right? So you have to think, all right, so I want you to think about this for a second. Isn't it true that you've had an old belief that you now don't believe anymore? And you may even be embarrassed that you believed it, right? I had an, so what's an example of that? I had a belief um, that people who have money were stuck up. They were, they were, they looked down on people. They were nasty. 
Um, they didn't care about anybody else but their self. They were greedy. That was a belief. The interesting part about it is what changed. So what changes the belief? Experience. So as I started to grow and I started to make more money and I started to get around people who made money, I was like, they're not like this at all. That's not even really true. And then I had to start the question, where did I even get that belief from? Where, where did that start? Why, do I, why did I even believe that? So you have to start to create that doubt. But what helps you create the doubt is a new experience. So how can I get a new experience? So I can join a new community. I can start talking to people that are outside of my environment, outside of my bubble. That's what I did. I had to start talking to people outside of my town, right? Get to know other people. Especially when I started my journey in corporate America, I started conversing with more people who didn't look like me, who didn't talk like me, who didn't sound like me. And I had to, it's the, so the experiences started to shape my new beliefs. And yeah, I felt embarrassed for thinking that because anytime that you walk around with an attitude of all people are like something, all black people or something, all white people or something, all Asian people or something, that, that's a problem. Because how can it be all when essentially what drives a person are their morals, values, and character traits? What are, what principles they live by? That's what really drives people. It's not ethnicity. Sorry to break it to you. And when you start to say all, it really shows just how ignorant you are. And ignorance is shaped because you didn't do anything to change the belief. You didn't even try to get outside your bubble. How is it that all, you can't, you know why it's so crazy that that's an ignorant statement? You haven't even meant all. Until you tell me that you've bumped into a million. Listen, I'll even give you, I'll even give you 500 people that were the same. If you dated 500 people and they all were crap, I'll give it to you. But we know it's not true. We know it's not true. But the, it, what, the, what the truth is, is there's a belief. The truth is I haven't done my due diligence to even talk, look, what, what do I value? What character traits am I looking for? I haven't done my work to learn how to discern. I don't trust my intuition. Why? Because I have doubts. Why do I have doubts? My beliefs. It's all tied together. All of this is tied together. So if you want a different life, you're going to have to start to create some doubt in some of the things that you believe. All right. Because the, the truth is it's all about questioning all those limiting, disempowering beliefs. And here's it. If it doesn't empower you to become the best version of yourself, then it's disempowering. And you have to ask yourself why you want to, you want love, you desire. We all are here for it. Most people want it. I told you what the two biggest fears are. The two biggest fears are either I'm not going to be loved or I'm not enough. Two biggest fears in every single person. When you peel back the layers of their fears, right? But we have to start to like question that this is not allowing me to be the best version of myself. So how do I change it? I have to start questioning. I have to start asking myself, but what is the pain of me remaining? Saying, what is the pain 
if I don't move my body, if I don't listen, if I don't eat healthy, what is the pain associated with that? Right? So when you start to ask yourself these questions, it's going to start to shift you. And then, then here's the thing. You can actually go build evidence, go do some research. What happened to the person who didn't move their bodies, who didn't take care of themselves? You can go visit the, the listen, you can go visit the hospice. You can go visit the bariatric centers to see what happens to people, right? What happens to people when they don't listen, they don't change their belief about themselves and they be high stress and high anxiety. Some, most of them have end up having mental breakdowns. So you can, add, and then you can, and this, we, we could do the same for the pain as the pleasure. What happened to those people that decided to take charge of their life and change their beliefs? What are they doing? How are they empowering themselves? How are they empowering other people? I'm not the only one. There are so many people like me that said, you know what? I am not going to be a product of my environment. I don't have to be. I can change whatever I want. I can be, do, or have whatever I want. But it takes for me to change my beliefs. I had to really start, and that, that came with questioning. I was like, this just don't feel right. Like, this is all that's here for me? I don't think so. And especially in the world of social media, listen, guys, you can spread your wings. Go gather the research of people who started where you are and actually changed their beliefs. What happened to them? What happened as a result of changing their beliefs? Listen. I, if you've been with me for a while, you know my story. Welfare, teen mom, buried two sons, married, divorced, terrible relationship after divorce. I've been there, done. But I didn't allow that to make me go negative with my beliefs. I had to really change and dial in. But how did I do that? I began to take action. So I'm going to tell you what action you actually can take. But here's the thing, y'all. A lot of times people come and listen and, this, and they don't take action. But I'm asking you today, what do you got to lose? You tried everything else. You tried everyone else. When are you going to take the time to really sit down and get into you? Like your life hasn't changed because your mind hasn't changed. Your ego hasn't changed. Your environment hasn't changed. <laughs> the people you have around you and in your ear haven't changed but you expect to be different? No, it requires, like, what do you have to lose? Like 2024 is a year to bold. It's time to take risk, have courage, believe in yourself. So if you want to be different, you're going to have to do some things differently. You want to listen to somebody besides the people you've been listening to because it hasn't done anything for you. Real talk. So here's the exercise I want you to do. Okay. And I know sometimes y'all, I'll be like intense because I'm passionate. Y'all, I really, I am so passionate about people knowing that they can be, do, or have anything that they desire. If you want love, you can have it. If you want the friendships, you can have it. If you want better relationships with your children, you can have it. If you want the business, you can have it. If you want to be better in your career, because you don't always have to be an entrepreneur, you can do it. I'm so passionate about it. So that's why sometimes I'm like, ah, I come with that intensity. But I want you to know my heart is just so big for seeing people transform. And so I want you just to pause this video right now. Go get you a pen 
in a piece of paper if you don't already have one, because this is what I want you to do. All right. I hope you paused it. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take five minutes and I want you to brainstorm every belief. A. That disempowers you. That doesn't allow you to be your best self. I want you to make a list of those. Then I want you to make a list of beliefs that do empower you. What are some beliefs that empower you? So for me, I believe, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That's a, that's a firm belief, right? A disempowering belief would be something like, I'm not worthy of being a millionaire. Okay, that's disempowering, right? It doesn't allow me to be my best self, all right? So I want you just to brainstorm. Just spend five minutes dumping all of that out. Set your timer on your phone to five minutes, right? Just allow yourself. Don't try to, please don't try to edit yourself. This is really about getting out of your head and being honest. You have to be 100% honest, okay? About yourself, with yourself. So after you, after you do that, I want you to circle three of your most empowering beliefs. What are the three that, listen, if you had that plane in your head every single day, you would be on go. You were like, there, you, there would be sky's the limit and you know that you can't own it. Okay, I, got, I, got, I digress. <laughs> I had to get into a little biggie. But the, the, if, you, if you play these three beliefs over and over and over again, there will be nothing stopping you from being successful for whatever it is that you desire for yourself. Okay? I want you to write those three down. And I want you to think about how do they really, how, do they, how does these three beliefs really empower me? How do they strengthen me? Okay, because you have to understand the psychology of it. All right. And then I want you to go to your disempowering list. And I want you to find your top three most limiting beliefs. And I want you to write, right, about those three. What has these three beliefs cheated you out of so far? What, are the, what have they, what have they, like how, and then I want you to think about how ridiculous and absurd these three belief, these three limiting, disempowering beliefs are. And then I want you to ask yourself, where did I learn that from? Why is that? Why did I think that all, you know, all rich people are, are snobs and selfish and disgusting? Like, why, why did I think that? Where did I even get that from? Right? Think about it. it. Wasn't even a thought that you was it something that you even experienced or somebody else experienced and told you? Why did I think that all men are dogs? Is it because I experienced all men, or is it because of the people that I've been around and this is the things they were saying? How, like, think about it, right? And then I want you to ask yourself this very last question: What will it ultimately cost me if I continue with these three disempowering beliefs? What will it cost me? All right. So after you do that, I want you to go back to that empowering list. And I want you to look at those three strong, empowering beliefs, the one that will make you run through a wall. And I want you to scratch out, X out, the disempowering beliefs, and I want you to write the empowering belief over it. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. What will I have to believe about this in order to succeed in life? 
So for example, right, you had your disempowerment belief, you exit out, like this is my empowerment belief. This is gonna make me run through a run through a wall. But why? Right? And then I want you to go get some evidence. Who's already succeeding in that area? Right? And why do they believe what and what do they believe that's differently, that's different than me? Okay. So again, you're taking your disempowering belief, we're exiting it out. Exiting it out. Because we're not doing that no more. Because we wrote down the pain that this is costing me. And then we're going to replace it with an empowering belief. And this empowering belief, we're going to write how, because of this belief, this is why I'm going to be successful, right? And then we're going to get evidence that says, who's already successful in this area? And, and then, and why, why do I want you to go and understand what they believe and what, what that's different than you? Because what that person has already formulated different beliefs that make that that make them truly unstoppable and that, and and why why is this so this is exactly what i did i went to follow eric thomas et the hip-hop preacher because i'm like yo he said he was homeless in an abandoned building all this stuff like what does he believe that i don't that made him a millionaire he went from homeless abandoned building to ged to a doctor like what he dropped out of school what does he believe there's something that he believes that i don't so i had to start making my list after i got rid of my disempowering beliefs of oh this is what he believes oh this he believes that he can do all things with christ that strengthens him he got the battery of god in his back he believes he's truly god's son oh okay i got it Right? He has a foundation. He has strong values, strong principles, strong morals. Oh, I got it. So it helped me shape my beliefs. So it was helping me to choose beliefs that were going to empower me. And so when I chose beliefs, y'all got to hear this, please, God. When I chose beliefs that empowered me, it stopped me from settling for any and everything. See, you settle for any and everything based off of those negative beliefs. That's why you're settling. I see, listen, that's why you settle in your career. That's why you settle in your business. That's why you settle for the amount of money you have. That's why you settle for the people in your life. You settle because of your belief. You don't believe different because you haven't done the research to find out, oh, hey, listen, I wanna be a hairstylist. Who's already, a, 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 who's already succeeding in hairstyling? Who's already like doing the thing that I want to do? Because not everybody wants to be a millionaire. I don't care about that. But who's succeeding? What do they believe that I don't? There is some belief that they have about themselves and about their clients that I don't have. Like right now, I'm researching some things about my business because there's, there's been some stalls in some areas. So I'm like, okay, there is, I need to go find out what the person who has consistent clientele like that, what do they believe about themselves and their clients? So they can keep, listen, that keep that door opening and opportunity after opportunity coming in. There's a different belief, okay? So that's how we get there. I am so, so, so thankful for anyone who comes and listens to my content. I would love your feedback. 
please info at mosas.com. Feel free to email me. Listen, also subscribe, share this out with anybody that you know that it can help. Don't be afraid to leave a comment. I do actually answer the comments back. I would love to hear from you and I hope you have the most amazing Sunday. And as always, if you desire coaching, www.mosass.com. I have so many exciting things going on for 2024 and you don't want to miss it. Have a great rest of your day.